Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Chef Nancy Hughes, a cookbook author, but very specifically, she writes for the Diabetes Association. So this is healthy, nutritious food for each and every one of us. And today, Chef Nancy brings us her newest production, the Instant Pot Diabetes Cookbook. So on top of nutritious, we now have a major time saver, something most of us need most of the time, and especially during the holiday season. It makes a really great gift. So let's meet this very interesting chef and find out how we can be more masterful in the kitchen. Chef Nancy Hughes, good morning. How wonderful to connect with you today. Hi, Kate. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, because what is, I was going to say this time of year without food, but if, I think what is any day all through the year without food? Well, <laughs> yeah, I, life and food go hand in hand, and um, that's what got me started writing books like twenty over 25 years ago. So <laughs> I've been in it ever since, because it was... Uh, jumping in, I got started. I'm a cookbook author of um, 25 nationally published cookbooks, and I um, have written over 8,000 recipes. So, but what got me started was a, a liquid protein diet. It was when I first had my uh, little one, and I couldn't lose those last few pounds, and I was just having the shake for breakfast, shake for lunch, shake for dinner. And I thought, if in six days, I was dropping the weight. Oh, I was dropping the weight. But it was like my girlfriend said, if you don't get off this, I'm going to take you to the doctor. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so grumpy. And you're <laughs> <laughs> and she said, you're just looking like you're going to die. And I mean, it was good, but you can't keep a lifestyle. It's good to have that once in a while, but not a lifestyle of it. And it just kind of um, triggered ideas to, you know, I can't keep it up for a lifetime, but I could for a few days. But I was ready a child or a piece of wood, whatever came first, you know, yeah. <laughs> to want something. And it just triggered, you know, what can I get for those amount of calories? And I started uh, making a list. And this was before low fat was even in, coming into play. I'm dating myself now, but I um, started making a list of things I could eat, and it just started snowballing, and this interest turned into a passion. This passion turned into experimenting, and it just kept snowballing to the point that I decided to write a cookbook for my family, not for anybody else, but then I got to think, okay, well, I'll self-publish. This was years and years ago when self-publishing was really coming into play, too, not much, and then I decided, okay, I'm going to try national first. If I can't go national, then, you know, I'll regroup. But it would get it out there further, I felt, at the time. And um, I tried, and I was published. But I went to all the dietitians in the local area to find out, you know, am I using the right so- not even software? I'm using books. This is, I mean, we're talking <laughs> 25 years ago. But the thing was, I got it. It took me six years to write the first book. Cooking Light wasn't even a magazine. It was a column in Southern Living. I mean, it goes back that far. But I learned to cut my teeth. I cut my teeth on their techniques and things like that because I didn't know how to cook like that. I just cooked like I grew up, you know. But I knew I had to watch because I felt like it was healthy for the family, healthy for me, and I wanted to have a quality life. So it just everything is around food, and you're constantly exposed to it. So why fight it, you know, join it, but do it the right way. And I did, and I got published, and I've been writing ever since. And so had you already gone to culinary school? Or No. No, okay. <laughs> okay, let's do this in no. a different different order. <laughs> yes. 
Um, actually, I got my degree in interior design, and then I was working for four years and then retired to have children. And while I was having children is when I came into all this, and I thought, well, I'll go back to work once the last one goes into kindergarten. Well, by that time, I was published, and I this was a whole new world. So I got into, I think it was my third book, and then thought, okay, I need to round out my experience here so I went back to culinary school then and then I get while my kids were all in school I'd take them to school well a lot of times I'd leave before they would my husband would take them to school and I'd drive an hour one way to class and then classes all day and then be back to pick up the kids at 3 30 and then they go down for bed and or homework and I would do my homework I mean it was and work and I was writing books at that time at, <laughs> after, when I was in culinary school I was writing for Betty Crocker Better Homes and Garden, I was writing another book, uh, Smart Balance. I mean, I was doing a lot of food companies. I write for food companies, um, food councils as well, and magazines and books. And so it was like, <laughs> I mean, 4 o'clock in the morning was no different than, as we were talking this morning, you know, <laughs> early hours, what is that? You know, yes. <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning was my best time to work. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> of all the other times I worked. But, yeah, so and I love what I do. And. I know I'm. Uh, you don't even have time to ask a question because I keep rambling. But, but you know, I'm this sorry. truly, it is so fascinating to hear this story. It's uh, inspirational, certainly, oh. but really gives us food for thought. How we think we have a certain course of career we're going to go on, and here all of a sudden you go into something that kind of fits what you need in your life and you have a brand new career that you never even dreamed of. Well, it really got to the point. I was up, I was up reading one night, and now we were in bed, and my husband was trying to sleep, and I've got all the lights on reading away and reading about broccoli. And, <laughs> and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I, I kept waking him up. Oh, let me tell you, did you know this, that, the other, whatever? And he goes, Nancy? <laughs> I love you, and I really am supportive of what you're doing, and I'm glad you're so excited. But I have to be at work in six hours. <laughs> that means I have to be up in four and a half. So two more things about broccoli. I've got to go to sleep. <laughs> but, it's, I mean, it just it brought so much interest, excitement. Food is just like, oh, my gosh. I didn't know. I mean, I grew up in a Midwestern 50s environment. I mean, you know, it was just real good standard foods, you know, but my mom cooked very, shall we say, normally. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you had the the meat and the potatoes and the vegetable and salad and a glass of milk and, you know, you're good to go. And and it was always good. It was always good. It was a Monday through Friday. Well, daddy would come in on Saturday. He was there all the time, but I mean, (laughs) dad would come in on a Saturday morning with groceries and say, okay, everybody out of the kitchen. He started laughing. He's out of the kitchen. I'm cooking. And well, everybody kind of spread, you know, like oil and water. You spread (laughs) it all spreads to one side. And so we um, watched from afar and he gets so excited. He was Hungarian and he was um, very emotional about his food. He just laughed all the way through. (laughs) Couldn't wait for it to cook fast enough. And then we're we're going to get to the book in a second but anyway <laughs> he gets so excited about it and I picked up on that I guess yes that's the way I, so I, I picked up on it and it just has taken off and the more you do the more excited you get and what I'm trying to say is food is such a wild adventure if you just open up a little bit you know you just go beyond go out of your box a little bit 
we're talking about the different aspects this this instant pot book which we're going to get <laughs> we're going to get to that yeah. I know I write for the American Diabetes Association it's one of my clients and I've written 12 books with them now and um over a thousand recipes I've developed for them and this latest one is the Instant Pot Diabetes Cookbook with the American Diabetes Association and um it's endorsed by the uh, Instant Pot company and what I was trying to get back to dad he yeah. he loved food so much and and we had the old time pressure cookers you know the ones that go oh yeah thing on top scary he, here's about his experience firsthand but dad was so he loved loved the soup my mother made just love 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 the soup my mother made and mom was making it and he was starving he goes oh helen can't you hurry it up can't you hurry it up i'm just starving he just you know he's just more <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't starving. He just gets excited. And and so mom was trying to hurry it up. So she takes the fork and kind of lets the pressure, the little knob on top kind of release a little bit. But she took it off too soon and it exploded all over our ceiling, our yellow walls, our white ceiling. It was this lovely little kitchen. <laughs> we uh, went out that night and the next morning the painters came in. I mean, we had red everywhere, everywhere. Oh, my gosh. But so people, I mean, people today have those kind of nightmares. Yes. And I'm sure a lot of people have gotten Instant Pots, and they're still in the box from last year. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I wrote the book. That's exactly why I wrote the book, because it does help. It helps everybody, but it especially helps people with diabetes, because they do need to stay on track. And this way is they get... Home, oh my gosh, the flavors are so, like they've been simmering all day on the back burner. And it it was in a matter of minutes. You know, it's just, it's amazing what this thing can do. So my Instapot is out of the box, just so that we're good. (laughs) And I have used it, and I've used one of the newer pressure cookers, which I was comfortable with, but somehow I'm still tentative with this Instapot. So that's one of the big reasons that I'm very excited to be having this conversation because I'm sure that there are many people like myself, or like you said, it's still in the box. Yeah. Well, the thing about this, you can't blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Even if you wanted to, that thing is locked. There is no way. I don't care how strong you are, you can't, you know, you can't force it open. No, you don't want to try to force it open. But, I mean, you know, it's locked. It's pressure locked until it's released and safe for you hear a click, and then you can do it. So, it's, and it comes off very easily. Oh, I'm telling you, this thing is so nice. And when I first got it, I was scared because I just had memories of uh, that. And I use pressure cookers. I've even re- developed recipes for the old kind of pressure cooker. And I got past the point of fear, but not all the way. But when this came into play, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is a, a game changer. It really is. And the nice thing about it, there's a lot of nice things about it, but you don't have to heat up an oven. You don't have to start a grill. You don't have to mess up the stovetop. You don't have to wash a lot of pots and pans. It's like 50 to 75% faster. The cooking, actual cooking part is faster. And it, it saves on the power bill as well as your time. And it, it produces such neat, tender results and it it locks in the flavor of your natural ingredients so it doesn't go into the air but i wrote this there are a lot of good cookbooks on the market but this one is specifically for people with diabetes i mean there are some good healthy cookbooks out there pressure cooker cookbooks and they're good but they're not specifically for people with diabetes and people with diabetes have to have certain kinds of ingredients certain amounts of ingredients and 
have to meet the guidelines of, of carbohydrates, sodium, calories, fat grams. And this is with the American Diabetes Association, so you know every single solitary recipe is okay, is good to eat. You're within the permission points of it all. And you don't have to say, oh, gosh, is this good? Is this? No. Yes, it is. It's all there for you. And it's a, a trusted organization that you can definitely feel comfortable using. And I work with it. I develop the recipes. I come up with the nutritionals at the end, and then I send them to um, American Diabetes Association. Then they do all the editing. They send it to their dietitians, and then they check it to make sure my numbers are what they want. And if they're not, they come back to me, and then we adjust. But most of the time, it's right on numbers. But, I mean, you can't, you can't be any safer than this, is what I'm trying to say. And with the, with the Instapot, wow. I mean, I, again, have the memories. It just scared me. It scared me when I first started, like I said. And so I kept that in mind when I was developing the recipes. I used two buttons. I used a saute and the manual. That's all I use. It has other buttons on it, and you can go to your little manual and look it up to see how to operate it. It's very simple. But I wanted to keep it, I just wanted to simplify it for people that are just starting out. I yes. mean, it just, or, or have had one, but like you, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this way, this way, it's just two buttons, saute. And then you, then the manual, which is the actual pressure cooking. So, oh my gosh, this thing is great! It's like the pot itself. <laughs> I thought, okay, it's not nonstick, so it's going to be either hard to do this. Or that. Oh my gosh, it just slides right off. You, if, if anything that you have brown bits in there and you're cooking it, it picks it all up. When it's done, when the dish is done, finished, you take and you put it in your serving bowl or eat it, you know, and when it's time to wash that pot, it's a breeze. I mean, I still can't get over it. I've got three in the pot. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, I keep them humming. (laughs) Well, you might want to have three different kinds of dishes going. and Right. You know, and and yeah, and these go for, I'm sorry, I guess I should let you talk a little bit. Well, so as you can tell, I love what I do. You do, and and that enthusiasm and the laughter, all of that, just you know, underscores how all of this is so healthy and fun. And so, I wanted to just mention, in terms of it being a diabetes cookbook, is that one? There's such um, an epidemic of diabetes, so we're definitely talking to people who can make great use of it. But the fact is, it's such healthy cooking that all of us, 100% of us, could use this, and it's going to be the ideal way of eating and having good nutrition. Right. Absolutely. And that's a really good point. Uh, Years ago, um, I was going for my first radio interview. I was scared to death, and my editor, I was having coffee with her, and she just took my hand. She said, look me in the eye. She said, Nancy. (laughs) What? Listen, <laughs> she said, if you can get one point across, just tell them it's normal. It's normal <laughs> food, normal eating. I, okay, okay. Then I was all better. You know? <laughs> but it is. I go to the local grocery stores. I don't go to the specialty stores. I don't do all, use off-the-wall ingredients. If you can't get it at the local grocery store, it didn't go in the book. I mean, if I, it goes from simple things like... Oh, one's no need to brown meatballs and sauce, and I'll get into that in a minute. But just like normal, you know, spaghetti, soups, uh, stews, all that. But you have anywhere from breakfast, lunch, dinner, appetizers, snacks, and desserts. I mean, everything's in there, but I kept 
families in mind when I thought about it is to serve four. It, most of them serve four, but there are several that serve more, but it's like soups and stews that you can freeze, you know, so you can either have it the next day or you can freeze it. So it's not, it's very inexpensive to use ingredients. I mean, very inexpensive. And that's what I like about it too, because everybody's watching their pennies always. I don't care what stage of life you're in, you're watching your pennies. <laughs> sure. Yes. But it's like, re- it's real. And it's like, Acorns, you can do sides, like acorn squash with raisins and toasted pecans. You toast the pecans first. In the, Everything is in that one pot. I don't do the thing about, oh, serve with, blah, 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 you know. No, it's it's there. It's like you cook the noodles in there. You cook the whatever in there. You cook the whatever you're doing. It's not anything on the side. The only thing is maybe like those veggie spirals. The zucchini and butternut. If y'all have not tried that, oh my stars, they're so good when they're mixed with other things or topped, topped with other things or just tossed with olive oil or a little light butter. But pop that in the microwave for like seven minutes while the thing is cooking and then you just drain it and then top your stuff. But that's the only thing outside of I Most of my recipes are all in, 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 in. So enough about that. <laughs> Well, so about the book and these recipes, what's really wonderful, I love the pictures because, you know, not only are they like mouthwatering, but then I have an idea of what I might want to try, but also, you know, what I can expect it's going to look like. They're just so enticing. I kept photography in mind when I was developing the recipes because over the years I would create things that were good, but you know, they weren't necessarily photo worthy. But with this, as I get into writing more and more and more, you never know what recipe they're going to grab. So um, I want every one of them to be photo perfect, you know, not photo perfect, but photo ready in a sense that it's worthy. It's, you know, you, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty when you eat with your eyes. Yes. You really do. You've heard that a thousand times, but you do eat with your eyes. And if you just sprinkle something as simple as cracked pepper on top, is this, I mean, you know, you take that little grinder you buy in the grocery store. I mean, it's store-bought. It's just right there next to all the other spices, next to the other pepper. But you just grind it over, and it's just like, ooh, ooh la la, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. But it does have flavor, too, but I mean, it does look nice. And, you know, you, you sit down to, you don't remember that ad with, uh, it was a cereal, it was a Rice Krispie ad, and um, the ladies in the kitchen, and the kids and the husband are in the den watching something, and they want those Rice Krispie cookies, and she's in the kitchen reading her love novel, <laughs> her romantic novel, and she, they're saying, are they ready yet? Are they ready? So she takes flour and throws it on her face, and then she brings them out, she goes, these things take time. But <laughs> <laughs> Rice Krispie cookies don't take time, and that no. was the whole point. I want every recipe I make to look like it took time, but it didn't, because I label myself the lazy cook. I'm not a lazy <laughs> cook, but when I'm cooking, I'm always looking for shortcuts, and I try to give my readers as many shortcuts as possible. I mean, it's cook's tips throughout in the first chapter. is just tons of information, that helpful information, not the dry stuff. The dry stuff you can go to your manual for, la, 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 you know, and that's good. All the necessary textbook stuff. My stuff is, okay, you're in the kitchen now. This is how it's going to work, you know? (laughs) Well, making it easy. Here's the thing. We think we don't have time, so, you know, we opt out and go to a drive-thru. Wrong. So unhealthy. Here, this is like primo food, nutrition for our long-term health, and it's quick. Yeah, well... I'm just as bad. <laughs> well, once in a while. That too. And I do what I do. 
So I stopped doing that because I started thinking, okay, I felt every time I would have fast food, I would like whoop, get swollen. I mean, I could feel the sodium, just the sodium alone. And I always felt kind of wonky afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, the secret is to keep things stocked. One of the recipes in here is when your mind is like that, this is the recipe you need to grab, and it's called freezer fixed chili. I mean, <laughs> you take it frozen, you take frozen ground turkey, and you put it in your Instant Pot, and then you top it with all your frozen peppers and onions, a can of beans, black beans, for example, and frozen corn, and a can of tomatoes, and then your seasonings. You just throw all that in there, and then when it's finished, you just break up the ground turkey. That's it. And there's no chopping involved. There's no, I mean, there's nothing involved. That is a total, I want to go do fast food. That's the one you reach, and you have it in your house all the time. I really like those kind of recipes. (laughs) Yes. Well, the thing is, we are all multitasking, so stretched out, and that's why we default to, you know, doing something that we think is easy, like a drive-thru. But here, you're making it even easier than that, and the time that it gets everyone kind of settled in the Instapot, it's ready, what, in maybe 20 minutes? Yeah, I mean, it's just... You know, it takes time to come to pressure, just like anything. That's the thing about instant pies. Everybody thinks it's instant. It's 50 to 70% faster. The cooking time is. But you've got to bring it up to a boil. Like if you put something on top of the stove, you have to wait for the water to boil if you're cooking noodles, for example. Well, that takes five minutes. So there's the same kind of thing with that part. But once it gets to pressure, look out. I mean, it's like I mentioned earlier, all the flavors. You put a lid on a dish on the stovetop, and that holds most of it in. It were the, the natural ingredients, the flavors and the juices and everything in. But in an Instant Pot, it locks it in and nothing escapes, not through the little side vent, not when you, you know, you don't want to open it and stir it like right. you do if you do something on the top of the stove. Every time you lift the lid, you're losing flavor. So this way you can't. And it's, oh my gosh, it just tastes like grandma's cooking. I mean, that kind of thing a lot of times, a lot of times. Oh, there's, there's things like boiling eggs. Well, I hate I don't hate a lot of things, but I hate to boil eggs and peel them because every time something happens, it depends on the age of the egg. It depends how long you cook them. And it's like, oh, my stars. And I get these little bits and bobbles, you know, those little chips of shell. And um, in this, it just, the way I tell you to do it, it slips off. I mean, it just basically falls off the egg. It's just so nice. And it's always nice to have, um, you know, I tell you to do like for the recipe, like six or something. You can double it. You can triple it if you want to and cook a whole bunch of eggs. But it depends on how many people in the family, how often you eat eggs. But like for some of my recipes, like four or six, but you can go 12, even 18. And then keep them in the fridge for like a quick snack mm-hmm. or a, a, a fast breakfast. You know, you can eat an egg in the car while you're carpooling. Yes. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Two bites, you're done. You know? Yes, <laughs> but it's like it's, it's a fast it's a fast food. It is so just keep on hand to put in salads and things. You might want to knock the yolks out every once in a while and just have the egg whites, which I do that a lot, and throw them in salads. Like I said, the quick breakfast thing. But that's just that's just one of the little. So how quickly tips. can you boil eggs in the Instapot? Um, it's not that much faster than it is on, on the stove. The secret is like six minutes. But the secret is the peeling. I uh-huh. promise you. You put them in that steamer, you lock it in, comes to pressure, 
and then you throw it in some ice water for a minute or two um, off the top of my head, and <laughs> oh my gosh. The deal with the pressure cooker is that it makes those eggshells slip off. Mm. You never have to deal with taking the skin off. But, you know, it's that's a, it's, gr- it's a great thing to think about even this, the hard-boiled eggs, because this will transition into just a, a little attention to the holiday season when we're having to create a lot of stuff. Deviled eggs. Oh, you know yeah. how simple oh, it would my. be. Right. Speaking of which, you can do desserts in it, and one of my favorite desserts, I don't mind telling you that I created, was the, or is, the pumpkin bread pudding with apple vanilla sauce. Oh, that, oh my mm. stars. It is, I'm sorry, but it's really good. <laughs> well, it looks marvelous, yes. <laughs> one eighth of that whole thing, bread pudding, and the apple vanilla sauce is made with, the bread pudding is made with pumpkin and light butter and pumpkin spice. It's very simple. You don't have a whole lot of stuff in there. But you're using multigrain bread, Italian bread. You know, you go to the bakery and you see seven-grain breads or five-grain breads. Just make sure it doesn't have the herbs in it. (laughs) You don't want that, but you want like a multigrain bread. It's like an Italian bread, but it's got a lot of grain in it. You just tear that up in a bunch of little small pieces. I mean, it's good stale or regular straight from the store but you use a lot of vanilla in it and you pop that in for oh, let me back up a little i call for one thing that you might have to buy and that's a springform pan but i use it a zillion times and it's so nice like you you put your cakes and your pepper if you're doing little, little tiny stuffed peppers i'm doing then um i put them in something like that so it holds it but it's really nice and, and you can get them everywhere and they're less than i know they're less like eight dollars or something it's nothing major and that's another thing i don't use any gadgets at all i mean i don't even do the when most people now have the immersion blender uh-uh I don't even use that. If you have one, that's great. But just use the blender if you're trying to make a creamy dish, creamy soup or something. But I don't even use that hardly. I mean, it's, it's really just in the pot. I mean, in the pot. There's lots of times when there's a, I'm jumping around, but there's a Mexican soup in there. And it's basically a no chopper. And you take grape tomatoes and you put the whole thing in the Instant Pot with your other ingredients, and they break down while it's cooking, and then all you do is stir it. I mean, you don't even have to chop a tomato. Wow, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of things like that, a lot of techniques in there that are super, super simple. And what we need to do is to get our own copy of this book, the Instapot Diabetes Cookbook, which is available at all of our favorite book sources, right, Chef Nancy? Right, right. The best deal is the go to the diabetes website, which is uh, www.shopdiabetes.org. Shop like, you know, a shopping spree. Shopdiabetes.org. And you can get the books there. You can get this book. You can get all my other books there. But you can also get a lot of helpful information off the site as well if you have any questions. This is a great, great source. I also have a diabetes food hub, which people might be interested in too, a diabetesfoodhub.org. But you can find all that on the site. But it's just a really... For those that don't have the book in front of them right now, because it just came out, and it's called the Instant Pot Diabetes Cookbook, but on the cover is a picture of pasta with chicken, Parmesan cheese, and broccoli, and uh, red tomatoes. It's so pretty, and it's just, especially like cold days like y'all are getting. I'm from the south, so we're, the air conditioner's not on, but the doors are open, but where you are, it's like freezing. Yes. (laughs) And it's a nice dish to have, and it's fast. 
is fast and it doesn't feel like it's light at all. It's real comforting. And so that's the thing being fast, being healthy, being nutritious, looking great. We're going to come out looking like we've spent hours in the kitchen, and yet it's so simple and, and quick. That's the essence of it. And so we owe it to ourselves to really go down this path. And Chef Nancy, you are so infectious with your laughter and enthusiasm. I can't thank you enough. Thank you. I love what I do, and I love helping the American Diabetes Association because they've been good to me. They are just, I just believe in helping people. I mean, if there's any way I can, and they've given me the opportunity to do that, and it's like, this is one, one thing that I can do, and I love helping. I don't want people to think that they aren't satisfied. I mean, I want them to feel satisfied. I, I love to eat. <laughs> And I just feel people should love to eat. They should have the fun. And this is fun. And just think outside the box just a little bitty bit with maybe the new grains or maybe the new greens. And you'll be surprised. You know, just baby steps. Start with the things that are familiar. That's like the meatballs. You don't even have to brown these meatballs. You know, you can have this. You don't have to slave over the hot stove. Think of the Rice Krispie lady with the love novel. I mean, <laughs> she just threw flour in her face and got credit. <laughs> don't you want credit? <laughs> Well, sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. and it's so good. The more things you try, the more food flavors are open for you. And it's exciting. You look at food a different way. Just healthy and nutritious and tastes great. Yes, right? and good for everybody. Yes. <laughs> well, you are definitely a dose of good medicine for us, I feel. And then there's the work you do. Very important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chef Nancy. It's just been so delightful to spend this time with you. Oh. Thank you for this incredible time and this work you do. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a great day. Just keep thinking positive. <laughs> Absolutely. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Chef Nancy Hughes and Sunday Morning Magazine with Luke Miner from Washington State's WA 529. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab and look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of thinking of ways to do things well, simply and easily. Have a week of the same and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning. <laughs>